0: If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blammo, all free, for you to dive into. Thanks so much. You want more Blammo? Here it is. Before we start, I want to give you a bit of background on this. I think we've all watched the Sid Mashburn, correction, Mashburn brand just grow and grow, and it's been amazing to watch this company flourish. I really mean it. Sid is just a guy you want to see succeed, and he does. But he succeeds mainly because he makes you feel like you're on his team. And that's something I honestly kind of thought was a bit bogus for a bit. Like, oh, he's just selling to me. But Sid isn't. He really isn't. He's just so in his world that he doesn't know how to celebrate it without inviting someone else in it. And that is really special to me. And something I've honestly tried to emulate and encourage others to do throughout every part of my professional and personal life. No one wants to be left out, and if you're within a football field of Sid Mashburn, he will do everything he can to make it happen, and as you'll hear, practically to the detriment of himself. Sid and I chat about the nitty-gritty of expanding, and how do you grow in a way that doesn't kill you or your team, and how do you keep your team motivated and focused on what matters? Finally, Sid shares what gets under his skin these days. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with him. You know, a lot of times I'll get an email from a new listener or someone, and they'll say, I was trying to find as much Sid Mashburn interviews as I could find. And you had, you know, because you've been on Alton Brown's podcast. Right. Long time ago. You've been on, and so what people are doing on things like Spotify and Apple and all that is they just search. Sid Mashburn podcast. And so every podcast you've ever done comes up. And because I, thankfully, I guess like mine, I imagine Alton Brown's is probably bigger, but like I was up there, people yeah. just go and listen to it. And that's also how they're finding me in addition right. to
1: more of you. Yeah, the, I think the first time we, we, um, I mean, we'd spoken a lot, but the first time we spoke on Mike was at the Hotel One back in the summer of 17 yeah. or, or 18. Elvin, seventeen. Seventeen. It was a yeah. I think that was really our. I think it might have been our first or second sort of trunk show or yeah. on our our uh, kind of a launch of on the road. And the funny thing is, is the the on the road in a sense was really, um, you know, there's a, there is a romance about being on the road and taking product to people. Um, but the, the girls, you know, Anne and, um, Lizzie and Lon and the, the kind of the, the, the power, uh, uh the, 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 the strength of what they had done, cause they had gone to customers in, I think, Charlotte, North Carolina, who were saying, would you please open a store? And we're like, well, we're not really going to open a store. And they're like, well, come to my house and we can do a party house party. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And we said, said, why well, don't, why don't we just go ahead and kind of formalize that? Because we were doing that in a small way. And we said, let's let's put some more order around that and, and go for it. And so that that first time there it was it was janky for sure. And it's still a little janky. I mean, because no. it, it is on the road, but our the guys that we have are unbelievable. And I think in the end the 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 you know, when, when we first started the business um or not first started, but when when business was, was really kind of um, the whole e-commerce thing was really hitting some a full percolation. Yeah, everybody's talking about when your uh,
0: your Magento store was crashing over and over again yeah. from all the business <laughs> yes. you're doing.
1: Well, and, and what what happened is people were talking about omni-channel. Oh, okay, you know, and the truth, and they, they and basically, it was like uh, uh, e-commerce and brick and mortar. Right. Well, the truth is, omni-channel is is wherever you want to do business. Yeah. Okay, and I think we see that now because people are sitting on the subway buying a. You know, a T-shirt on their phone. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, I'll we'll take things to a guy's house, you know, and pull it out of the trunk of the car and, and show it to him. And um, so, anyway, the, the whole idea of being accessible and convenient to your customer is a luxury for the customer, but also it's just a way of doing business and ultimately taking care of them. Yeah, and I think that that's probably. You know, what What our, besides the fact that we want to do business and drive business, there's a heck of a lot of gratification over just being there for somebody when they need you.
0: Yeah. Well, when, I mean, when we first chatted, I don't think the L.A. store existed. I. Um, it was, no, it it was. Or it was getting, it was just getting ready to pop. It had started. Okay. Yeah, But it was very, it was super nascent. Because I think, the and the thing for me that's been really interesting is, you know, the the whole on the road concept had started, but you know I I don't know or I don't even know if you knew it's like how often people were going to be coming back and how often you were going to be coming back and now this is a thing where you might as well have a store here in the sense that you're you're always here yeah. the, you're the people that you're talking to your clients know that you're going to come back right there's just this clientele that you're building and refining and also being able to store a lot of that stuff you know, in, in the cloud per se, and people are able to continue buying from you when you're not even physically here.
1: Yeah. And, and I think the, the, probably the, um, the, the greatest catalyst here is really the word of mouth, yeah. you know, and people telling their friends, Hey, you should go check these guys out. I mean, as you, you know, that's, that's the best form of advertising you can have anyway. Yeah. That's a, true. Is a personal testimony, Yeah, you know, or WOMA, I think is they they call it. So anyway, it's um it is really fun to see guys coming back and really being appreciative and grateful that we're coming up here. And that that was you know, if 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 we fast forward um back to December. That was a a big decision on our part to say, you know what? This was we,
0: your your physical store that you did in December of this
1: That's right. And so we had um let me let me rewind sure. to 18. We did um kind of an extended trunk show here in the palace, which is the hotel behind St. Patrick's It's the old Helmsley palace. Now the Lote or Lotte, well, I can't even pronounce yeah. it palace. Um, it's a great place because we show in the towers there. And so in, December of eighteen we took the fifty second, fifty third, and fifty fourth floors and we put men's on the fifty second and <laughs> women's on the fifty third and then the the you know, the clubhouse was on fifty four. Right. Um, where we stored stuff and slept. And so anyway, um that was kind of the launch of the pop-up store because we extended the takeaway product that was available and it wasn't just an MTM show. Yeah. I mean, you had a lot of inventory.
0: I mean, you have a lot of inventory now, but like there was, it wasn't just when some people think pop-ups, they think like, Hey, here's some SKUs, and we're going to measure you and we'll see you in six weeks. And you know, you have one little rolling carry on here. You have record players, you have, you know you, you have multiple sizes of things you have stacks of pants and shirts and i mean it's it's a
1: store yeah exactly and and i think you know the other the, the other surprise out that was the womens they kicked it up here in that december i mean it was really you know it felt like we were in a stocked pond even though we were you know 52 stories in in the sky <laughs> people were still coming upstairs to see right. this which was cool so that was that was sort of the unofficial launch of the pop-up shop. And then we did it again in I think it was May of last year and had a great response. And so then in in this last December we said let's let's go ahead and extend this and we put it we were here for 17 days. And we during were, the holidays too. During the holidays, yeah. on 66th and Madison, which is a strong—you know—we we we study our zip codes from the e-commerce business, and the mens is very evenly distributed all around the city. Mm. Excuse me, I think the number one zip code is is Chelsea, but only by a percent or two. It's right? Not, you know, there's no real big discrepancy between any neighborhood for mens. Womens was primarily Upper East Side and Upper West Side, and so it was a great. It already had some great stickiness to being at 66th and Madison. It was also it was an old J. Crew store. Yeah. It was uh, where the bus let off. Yeah. And it was also the, the Crosstown Street where you go from the east side and you can cross the park over to the west side. So all those things that were informing your decision, like zip codes, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that was informing our decision is... is um I I I should have I I won't say his name, but there's a real estate developer and developer, landlord, uh, building owner, who's sure. a fantastic guy. And his son is a, a, a customer of ours and he was always super encouraging um about you guys should come up here and try something for longer. And so his Willingness to kind of take a chance on us opening a shop here, and our desire to say, "Hey, how would that how would that work out?" It was really a great, um, you know, t- sort of team decision between them and us on what we want to try to accomplish. And you know, these days, Jeremy, I mean, you you live here in New York, so you see sort of the the darkness and the disinterest and the just walk down Bleecker Street, I, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. so sad, and yeah. I, I don't I don't think that people realize that, that a certain amount of emptiness of that starts to affect the community at large. Yeah. And you start, people start feeling bad. Yeah. And you know, they're like, God, bummer. That's that store. I like that store. I didn't buy that much there, but I liked to go in there cause they had the dog in there and you know, they always <laughs> gave me a cup of coffee and they were real nice. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, if you look up Madison, it's a Block with empty spaces. Yeah, it really is. And so, um, it, this gentleman, who again, I, I wish I would have gotten his permission because he's a, a great guy, and I think that he is really kind of the um, a little bit of the change agents among real estate owners and landlords to mm. say we're we're not going to just keep sitting on our hands. We're going to do something about you know the, the store closures because the store closures, a lot of people would would place the the um, a great deal of blame on the landlords. Mm. And it's not really the whole story. You know, there's ne- never one poison arrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, there's multiple ones that, can, you know, and you look at even the greatest stores that have closed here, it wasn't just because the rent stayed too high. You yeah. know, either they stopped innovating or their customer service fell off or they committed to something that was not appropriate for the customer or they, or ultimately they just weren't taking care of their customer. Yeah. And they, the customer stops shopping there. So um anyway, it was this business for us of going in that it was crazy how many people would come in and say, Thank you for opening up. And you're like, what does that mean? Thank you for opening up.
0: All right, hear the rest of this episode and get access to many more things like our Slack group, BlamO Live, and more by joining us on Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash BLAMO. Check it out and we'll see you there.